Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, I'm glad Bart Winkler isn't sitting in front of me right now because I think I may reach over and grab him around the neck. I think I may. But that's okay. I'm glad he is far, far away from me right now after I just saw what he just tweeted up. That's okay, though. Uh, Bucks... They get the win tonight over the New Jersey slash Brooklyn Nets. Wherever you want to put them, doesn't matter. 113-94. They are probably going to be a playoff team more than likely. We'll see what they do at the trade deadline. Uh, the Bucks just keep on rolling. 39-13 and 13, uh, with the win. 26 games over 500. Chuck Freeman had a really good take. And um, a lot of people... Uh, have been liking the tweet that he put out a little while ago. Chuck Freeman tweeted, I've never seen a professional team from Milwaukee dominate a regular season wins, margin of wins, like the Bucks do night in and night out. I agree 1,000%. Like, Brewers-wise, no. Uh, Packer-wise, at 15 in one year, you know, they put on a clinic offensively, but their defense was god-awful. They were along every quarterback they faced to throw for like 350. Um so I don't know if I'm really there on that one necessarily. The Packers Super Bowl year with Leroy and those guys, I'd have to go back and look. They were they were winning pretty convincingly, but I don't think it was – I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think it was like this as far as margin of victory and, and just dominating necessarily. And I remember that that Leroy Butler team was number one um, – yeah, I'm blocked the phone lines. Some people can call. Thanks. Um, number one. Uh, in offense, number one in defense, and number one in special teams. Now, this Bucks team, number one in offensive rating, or not number one, top five in offensive rating, top five in defensive rating, and they have been handling their business night in and night out. And we talked about this earlier today on the big show that they just blow people out. Like, these games, you don't even have to watch a fourth quarter in, in some of these games because the game's already over. The, the fear factor of losing a big lead pretty much has gone out the window with this basketball team. You just don't. And even looking ahead to the Nets tonight, Gary goes, Ellerson goes, who are they playing? I said the Nets. He's like, oh, that's going to be a blowout. That's it. And I go, yep, that's what it's going to be. Hey, that was the end of the conversation. It was off the air. That's it. But that, see, that's what it is. And that's awesome, man. That's awesome. There's no guarantee we're going to see this again in our lifetime. Yeah, I said it. There's no guarantee you're going to see a team 
doing night in, night out what this Bucks team is doing. You're just, you may not see it again. Now, how that translates in the playoffs, how far they go in the playoffs, who knows. But right now, enjoy it. All right, let's go inside the box score in a 113-94 Bucks win. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 113, 94 bucks over the Nets. Giannis tonight, 32 minutes, 12 of 19 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 6 of 8 from the line, 30 points, 15 boards, 9 assists. Bruno's are put him back in trying to get that triple-double and just couldn't do it, and they pulled him out and they didn't want to get hurt. Uh, three block shots, four turnovers for Giannis. Chris Middleton, 25 minutes, 4 of 12 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3, 4 of 4 from the line, 12 points, 8 boards, 4 assists, a block, 2 turnovers, and he threw an alley-oop to Brooke Lopez that went like 20 rows up. Uh, that was simply amazing. He was just laughing because it was so far up. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 22 minutes, 3 of 7 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3, 8 points, 5 boards, a couple assists, a steal, and a block, and one turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 27 minutes, 6 of 16 from the floor, 1 of 7 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. He had 15 points, 3 boards, 5 assists, 5 steals for Bledsoe. One block and a great spin move on a drive uh, earlier uh, in the game if you were watching. Malcolm Brogdon, 26 minutes, 7 of 16 from the floor, 2 of 7 from 3. Combined, the backcourt was 3 of 14 from 3. Whew, and they still blew out the nets. 16 points, 8 boards, 1 assist, 1 steal. For Malcolm Brogdon. Off the bench tonight, DJ Wilson. Two of eight from the floor, two of six from three, zero of four from the line, six points, four boards, one assist, and one block shot. 22 minutes for Tony Snell, two of four from the floor, one of two from three point range, one assist, and five points. 20 minutes for Ursan Ilyasova, two of nine. Hey, at least he made a couple baskets. Zero of two from three, four points, 10 rebounds. He contributed, one assist, and one turnover. 17 minutes for George Hill, one of three from the floor, one of three from three-point range, two of two from the line, five points, three boards, three assists, and one steal. 16 minutes for Sterling Brown, one of three, zero of two from three-point range. He had two points, two boards, one assist, and one steal. Pat Connaughton, he is the guest on the Milwaukee Basketball Hour tomorrow night uh, at the Tavern at Turner Hall. Tomorrow night with Bill Michaels uh, and Steve Novak at 6 o'clock. Pat Connaughton will be the guest, so if you want to go meet Pat and Check out uh, the radio show tomorrow night, 6 to 7, Tavern and Turner Hall uh, tomorrow night. Two of four from the field for Connaughton, one of one from three-point range, five points, one board, one assist, and one turnover. Christian Wood got in three minutes and made his only field goal attempt, had five free throw attempts in three minutes, three of five from the floor, five points, one rebound in just three minutes of action. No, Thonmaker did not play. I told you before you should get used to this. He is done, I think. With the Bucks, 32.4% from the floor for the Brooklyn Nets, 42.2% for the Milwaukee Bucks, 5 of 42 from the floor for the Brooklyn Nets. That's good for 11.9%. They took, listen to me, at some point, doesn't one of the assistant coaches go, Coach, over here, Coach Atkinson, over here, me, yeah, hi, uh, this is my name. Um, dude, we can't hit a three, so maybe we should start doing something else. I mean, it's up to you. I'm just saying, I mean, we've taken like 30. We suck. Like, maybe we should stop. Nope, just keep shooting them. Okay, then. Uh, 10 of 39 for the Bucks. They also weren't all that good, 25%. Uh, 17 of 25 from the line for Milwaukee. 
23 of 28 for the Brooklyn Nets. Rebounding. Uh, the Bucks out-rebounded uh, the Nets. This this rebounding stat will tell you just how bad these basketball teams were shooting the three-point shot. 60 rebounds for the Bucks, 56 rebounds for the Nets. I can't tell you the last time I saw rebound numbers for both teams be that high in the same game. Not in a four-quarter regulation game. That is nuts. It's usually like 50 to 30 or something like that. Yeah, it's or, like in the 40s to 30s yeah. or something like that. Once in a while you get into the 50s. And the Bucks have been the number one rebounding team in the league. So they're right around 50 pretty much more consistently than everybody else. But goodness gracious. Nine block shots for the Brooklyn uh, Nets. Nine block shots. Or I should say seven block shots uh, for the year Milwaukee Bucks. Turnovers 13 for Brooklyn. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks with only nine. That is always a good sign when you have less than 10 turnovers. I'll take less than 14, to be honest with you. 113-94, Bucks get the win. Uh, now 39-13 and on the season are your Milwaukee Bucks. They continue to win on the road as well. 17-9, and the Bucks just cruising along. All right, let's get to the phones here. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. Mayor Mitch and the chairman... Evan, other side of the glass of the DJ Wilson fan club are both here with me tonight. Where are we going to first? Joel, Southside, you're up first on the fan. What's up, Joel? Hey, what's going on? Um, Spark, you mentioned the threes that they shoot. I feel like the Bucks' defense allows them to shoot as many threes as they want yep. because they kind of just heads their bet. Like, if the Bucks are hitting their threes, they're going to beat you. But even if they're not hitting their threes, they're probably still going to beat you because their defense is so good. And because their defense is so good is a huge part Brooke Lopez – to me, beyond Giannis, he's their most valuable player. The reason being because he's seven feet tall and he can spread the floor like he does, but then he also protects the rim. The other guys, you know, Bledsoe, Middleton, those guys are good, obviously, but they can be replaced where there aren't other guys like Brooke Lopez. So I think offseason, he's the first guy I want to see signed. Second, I can't stand people talking about Giannis not being able to shoot because, yeah, he's not a great shooter, but – People don't talk about other players, you know, not being able to pass that great or not being able to handle the ball. The fact that he can't shoot to me doesn't matter because he's got shooters all around him. And he's a willing passer. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Um, did Tracy McGrady get banged on when he couldn't shoot when he came into the league? Right. He was just an athlete, right? Just did, people. Right. LeBron James, did he get banged on because he wasn't shooting the ball well enough when he came into the league? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, he did. All the time. Consistently. I, I was one of them. Listen, what we all have to understand is this. This is a superstar. This is not Chris Middleton. So when you are a superstar and you're viewed as one of the best in the game to improve and get to that perfect level, and that's what comes with being at that level because everybody realizes that Giannis, we call him the Greek freak, right? That was a nickname. Fine, I get it. But in, in reality, we've never seen anybody like this. We just haven't. Nobody has. So there is no comparison to him by NBA standards. Now everybody is saying... I want him to be perfect. I want him to be able to shoot the ball. Nobody is saying, hey, man, you've got to shoot you know, 45% from three or anything of the sort. They just want him to become average from three. And if he's average from three and has a decent mid-range game, doesn't have to be Steph Curry or anything, just a decent mid-range game, then he is going to be something even better than we ever could possibly imagine. Look, the guy's going to probably win the MVP, depending on what James Harden does, probably going to win the MVP this year without said jumper that you're talking about. When he starts getting a little older and loses some athleticism, then definitely needs to work on his jumper. But until then, I think keep doing what you're doing. Focus on your strengths because that's what 
your team benefits from. When you get in the paint, that, everyone comes to you. That's what Jason Kidd was telling him. And then everybody got all excited because Boonholzer told Giannis, let it fly, shoot the three, go, baby, go. And now everybody's realizing, okay, well, maybe that wasn't the best strategy. But Boonholzer sees the bigger picture here, and they think they can get him turned around sooner rather than later. Now, whether or not that happens, I don't know. We've been sitting on this postgame show for three years going, boy, if he ever figures out that jumper. Look, the jumper looks a lot better physically as far as how he's shooting and everything else. It looks better now than it did when he came into the league. He's making progress. It may be small progress, but he's making progress. Thanks for the call. Don't get frustrated. I mean, you you can do whatever you want as a fan. I'm not considering trying to tell you how to be as a fan, but... That is why me and others are on Giannis about that jumper. Because we all know if he gets it, you can start having a whole different conversation about where he is in the grand scheme of things. And you can start having a whole different conversation about does it even really matter who's with this dude if he has that. Because it just it opens up Pandora's box as far as all the things he can do and how you can't defend him outside of three guys. But he's a good passer, too, so go ahead, send three guys, and he's going to find the guy cut into the rim or whatever the case may be. He's hard to defend now. You give him that other magical weapon, it's done. It's all done. Did you see that movie had? It was in the first half. Um, I think it was on Jared Allen. He kind of was doing his little Euro step. He started it, and then he backed off into the one-foot fadeaway and just hit it. It was just, like, beautiful. I mean, tears to my eyes, pretty much. That's one of... 40 or 50 that you'll see him actually hit that shot. We saw him hit the turnaround against the Knicks at the Garden a couple years ago. We talked about this. Yeah. He hit one. Mm, okay. And we were like, okay, yeah, boy, he I mean, won the game. Starting, That's awesome. He's starting to get Correct. comfortable with that. Little by little, it's coming. That's what I said. And again, he's probably going to win MVP without it. Okay? Nobody thought that was going to happen. He's probably going to. Where he needs to work on more than anything else, and the other night, 17 of 17, old buddy. If he starts getting automatic at the line, that's going to be another huge factor for him because then your points per game average is going to go way up. If you start getting in the line nine, ten times a game like he is, and now all of a sudden you're hitting eight of nine, seven of nine every game, yeah, your average is going to go up because now you don't have to get as many shots to be able to score as many points. Just He's coming. Just settle down. He's... He busts his butt. He works harder than anybody in the league or as hard as anybody in the league. He's got that Kobe Garnett force mentality into his brain now where it's him against the world. I'm not going to go practice and play with anybody else in the offseason because I'm I'm old school. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to work with my teammates and everything else. Great. So you can't ask for any better mentality than what what the man has right now. You can't. You can't ask for any better work ethic than what the man has right now. As far as I know, he's pretty much perfect off the court at this point. So there's not much you really can go for here and say, well, if, if, if. The only if is the jumper. That's it. There is nothing else. Outside of that, he's pretty much exactly what you'd create if you could create the perfect NBA basketball player in today's NBA. He really is, minus the jumper. So now people like me and others are trying to get him to that perfect level. And then it's over for the rest of the league. It just is. 113.94 bucks over the Nets. Let's get to a sports flash comeback and got a whole bunch of different things to talk about, uh, including this whole Anthony Davis stuff. I haven't heard Mayor Mitch yet. I haven't heard the chairman's take on it yet. And if you didn't call into the big show, I haven't heard your take as well. 414 799 1250. 414 799 1250. Hey, Bucks fans. 
Let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 8.35 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. Chili's MVB of the game. I, I'm just going to do what you should do tonight. Let's go with Giannis. Uh, 30 points, 15 boards, 9 assists, 3 blocks, 4 turnovers for Giannis and a 113-94 victory for the Bucs. And I need to know that for Chuck and Winkler tomorrow morning. Hopefully Bart's not talking all the nonsense he tweeted out before the start of the show tonight. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Mayor Mitch, the chairman of an other side of the glass, screening your calls tonight. Uh, Anthony Davis, the report out earlier today. Uh, that indeed he has expanded his list of teams that he'd be willing to sign an extension with upon being traded to them before it was the Lakers as of last week. Now it is the Lakers who have upped their offer earlier today. Uh, the Clippers, the New York Knicks, well, nothing, and the Milwaukee Bucks. So we asked earlier today on the big show, what do you think? Or what did you think uh, when you heard the news? And we have not talked to Mayor Mitch or the chairman yet. So let's start with the chairman. Evan, what did you think when you heard this report earlier today? I feel honored. Um, you know, anytime that a big name wants to come here, it feels nice. But I think that it was just... Evan. He didn't... Any. Evan, buddy. What? You said anytime a big name wants to come here, right? Mm-hmm. Give me the last one. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Okay, go on. <laughs> I, Greg Monroe? Yeah, I'm yeah. not... Yeah, not <laughs> and that's not the same level. I don't, it's just not the same level. I don't know if he actually has the intention to come here. I was talking to Anthony yeah. about it earlier, and uh, I think it was Kevin O'Connor on Twitter mentioned that Anthony put these teams that don't have the means to get the trade done, like the Knicks and the Bucks, but he put the Lakers still on there. And I, I think that he put those teams on no, there. Stop, knowing- stop, stop, stop. I asked you, what did you think when you heard it? I didn't ask you, what did Anthony Mandela tell you? So no, when you heard it, he's saying that Anthony was me. Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis put those teams on, like the Knicks and the Bucks, who don't have the means to get that trade done. In my opinion, in your opinion, yeah, okay. So that's what you thought. You thought you heard it. You're like, that's nice, but he's just doing it as PR. That's what you thought. Potentially. Okay, good. All right. So, Mayor Mitch, what did you think? Initially, I was like, holy crap, blank. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, you know, but I, I've kind of been all along just like. Don't blow this thing up and just keep it, keep it rolling. Best team in the league. I don't, and I know you're concerned about the future, and I know you think that everybody's gone after this year, and well, it's going to be just Giannis no, without a dance partner. There's just, there's just no guarantee of anything. Middleton I know there said, isn't. Middleton said Friday night that he wants to stay in Milwaukee long term. So if he's telling the truth, yeah. and that's all we have to go off of, then he should be resigned. So you're going to have Middleton back, yeah, based I, on what he said. I mean, after the you know the the initial shock, I guess it was more or less. One of those things where um, you realize it's Rich Paul probably talking. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It's his agent. And is, is Eric Bledsoe a Rich Paul client as well? Mm, I'm not sure. No idea. Well, that could be something where maybe, I don't know, since he does since he does play for the Milwaukee Bucks, Bledsoe, I mean, maybe that's just one of those things where if it's not him posturing to get Bledsoe more money eventually – you know, maybe maybe he does want to pair them up here. I don't know why. I mean, I I, I it just I don't know. It it all it just seems too good to be true. I guess really is is what it comes down to. I, I just don't believe it. And like we 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 don't have the pieces to get it done. I mean, we just unless no, that's not true. Unless unless New Orleans thinks that somebody like because you're probably gonna have to go Brogdon Middleton. 
but but one second, just one second here. You've been being down as a Bucks fan, just like I have, so I understand. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Can't deny that. I don't care why they put him on the list. I don't care. If just this was if this was three years ago, they wouldn't be on the list. If this was ten years ago, still wouldn't be on the list. Fifteen years ago, nope, not on that list. But because you're number one in the East, you have arguably the MVP on the team in Giannis. That's why you're on the list. Okay? Now, let's take it a step farther. I agree, and I said it last week, they don't got the pieces to get it done. But I also said there's one caveat of how this could get done. But one of your guys on this roster got to play ball and be okay with it. That one guy's Middleton. If Chris Middleton says... I'll sign, a, I'll sign an extension to stay in New Orleans long-term and be their number one guy in New yeah. Orleans, and Drew Holiday will be my sidekick. If he says, I'm in, I'll stay, max money, you're going to pay me max money in New Orleans, I'll stay. If that happens, this deal gets done. They can get this deal done. They'll figure it out. Because, think about this for a second. You're the New Orleans Pelicans. You're going to trade your franchise. You're going to trade your Giannis. Okay? Because your guy doesn't want to play there anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a worst case scenario for Bucks fans. Yeah. I just cringe having to go through this if I was them. Just sucks as a fan. So you're gonna trade them. So on one hand, I got Lonzo Ball and his dad who are trashing us and don't want to come. Then I got Kuzma, who I really, really like, but there's no certainty there. Young guy still growing. They're not gonna give us Ingram, and I still don't know really what Ingram is, but they're not gonna give us that. And they're gonna give us some picks that aren't gonna mean anything, probably at the end of the day, because they're gonna win anyhow if they have Anthony Davis and LeBron. Okay, so that's that. The New York Knicks pretty much abandoned ship yeah. to go for the offseason. So they really don't have much left unless they're going to trade Dallas picks or whatever the case may be. So they are what that they are, they are at this point. But they can't offer you much of anything. The Clippers. Okay? What's the best Clippers offer that they're going to throw out there? <laughs> they don't have much in terms of assets, I don't think. I mean... I know they've traded picks out and everything, and it's just, I, I, I don't know. What great young player are the Clippers going to trade them? Shea Gildas-Alexander, maybe, but I mean, you've gotten a half a season out of him. But I don't think he's a centerpiece of a deal. So he's listen, not at that level yet. The Clippers could be a legitimate wild card in that trade deal. I think that they could potentially muster up something that could rival the Lakers Well, go, Okay, my point is, it's not going to be the Bucks' offer. If Milton gets down with this, you can go to your fan base and say, hey, yo, we're making this trade, and the guy, one of the guys we're getting back, not all of them, but one of the guys, he's in the All-Star game this weekend. Check him out. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Right? That deal, well, not this weekend, whatever the All-Star game is the following weekend, but that's that's something. Lakers can't give you that. They don't got a guy in the All-Star game that's coming back. Clippers aren't going to give you that, and we know the Knicks have nothing to talk about. So this deal could potentially happen if Middleton were to sign off on it if the Bucks wanted to go down that road. And if you're convinced that it's not some ploy by Rich Paul that Anthony Davis will actually sign the extension upon coming, well, and yeah, then it's a that's game my changer. other fear too. Is like, say the Bucks do trade for him, and everything's great. Like Jimmy Butler goes to Philly, Kyrie right. Irving goes to Boston, everything's great. He's staying there, and all of a sudden, you know, you get through a long season. You're halfway through the season. Guys say things that possibly get taken out of context. But Kyrie never said he would sign an extension with Boston. Never, ever, ever. And Jimmy Butler never said he would sign an extension with Philly. That never happened either. Well, I remember the day that they made that trade, The Philly, uh, Philly did for Butler, mm-hmm. that it was 
that he planned to sign along. I mean, that's what the report is that that the, the trade is based on. He is willing to sign a long term extension. And I'm telling happy. you right now, this deal happens. But then when 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 you know, if this deal happens, that extension's getting done the day the trade is getting done. We're not sitting here waiting a year and a half to try and figure this out. I want it done now. And not only do I want it done now. You mean Anthony Davis to Milwaukee. When he gets here, he's, he's signing the dotted line. We're doing this now. And I'm having, and I said this on the big show too, you, Anthony Davis, you, Rich Paul, and Giannis, and me, we're going to have one big conversation. You two are going to be on the phone in New Orleans or whatever before this deal goes down, and, or because they're not going to play Anthony Davis anymore. So y'all can be on conference call. We're going to be back here. And we're all going to agree on what the number is going to be that both of you are going to get. And this is what it's going to go down. Because you two together are going to win a lot. You two with Kyrie or with somebody else could be a dynasty for a long, long time to come. Now, if you both want Supermax or whatever it is you're going to get, okay, fine. But just understand, you're not going to be able to go get that third star. So if you want your guy Kyrie here in Milwaukee for the next 10 years with you and Giannis and you guys want to dominate like the Warriors have, we can do this. But like the Heat did years ago, we all got to get on the same page to make this work. Simple. That's how I'd go about it, if you get to that point. All of this is null and void if Chris Milton won't play ball. That's, he is the key. If he says, screw that, I'm not doing it, okay, well, then there's no trade. Don't even bother. But he'd have to be willing to play ball. All right, uh, the defensive play of the game. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Mayor Mitch. What do you got? Eric Bledsoe had five steals on the night, and he also had one block, and here it is. Good job, Bledsoe. In a blowout game, he's still in there, hustling, breaking up layup attempts. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Bledsoe was a big, big reason why this Bucks team was able to pull away and win this basketball game tonight. The Bucks do indeed get a blowout victory tonight, 113-94. Trell is on hold, right? We'll get to Trell coming up next. Plus, we'll also get the Screaming Sicilian Frozen play of the game. Uh, we'll get our drive of the game, maybe the injury report update, too. All straight ahead here on The Fan. We know you can do that. You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. Bucks get the win over the Brooklyn Nets tonight, 113-94. Now 39-13, and 17-9 uh, on the road for the Bucks. So they just continue to roll people and dominate people, and tonight was no exception. Uh, 30 points, 15 boards, 9 assists. Uh, for Giannis, the Bucks have four guys in double figures tonight. 16 from Brogdon, 15 from Bledsoe, dozen from Chris Middleton. What do we got for the Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza play of the game? Probably the play of the night. Giannis with a nice alley oop from uh, Eric Bledsoe off a of steal yep. early in the first quarter. Buck players have bought in the. Take mm-hmm. down Bledsoe and Giannis out of the combo. Great to have Bledsoe back. This point of attack activity in terms of active hands, Jim, have led to a couple of early turnovers already. There you go. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. 
Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson on the call. Trail Northside, you're next up on 1057 FM the fan. What's up, Trail? What's going on, Sparky? You tell me, buddy. Oh man. I mean, I understand people. Um sometimes you gotta take with a grain of salt with the national media, um, the angle at which they report things. Not saying it's not substance there, it's not true, because I believe it is, but um they're pushing narratives for players to go to big markets too. I mean, uh, it's, it's not just the team thing. This stuff gets circulated because of some of the beat writers and different things that they they put out there. Um, I think um, you're more correct that he would want to sign an extension here because of Giannis and because of the team success. They got a, a, a qualified coach who's done it, not just here, formula. And I don't look at Anthony Davis as a guy who is more of a leader and more who wants the acclaim. When he says legacy, I think he looks at him teaming up with Giannis in the East. How many times that they can go to the finals? He wants rings, man, like everybody else. Right. So I think he sees that opportunity, and that's why the Bucs are more, more or less on the list. What I think, though, is that if you're Milwaukee, even if he's throwing you a bone, let's just say he doesn't get he gets traded to a team like out the blue. Hey, they don't trade him to the Lakers; they trade him to another team that's not on that list, and they just take a chance. If he knows that you pushed to try to get a deal done to get him, don't you think he'll be more interested in the summer? Even if everybody's saying it's a done deal, he's going to go to L.A. Oh, I totally don't agree. You think he might be yes. more interested to come if he thinks that you wanted him? Yep. Yep. Uh, so. I mean, it may upset the Alpha card a little bit, but I think the Bucks need to do their due diligence to, to at least try to kick the tires because I think they could get it done if they really were determined to do it. Now, of course, you don't want to mess up what you got right now. I understand that standpoint, but I'm all about the future, man. I'm all about securing um, this team, getting to where we need to get to, securing that guys is going to sign long-term. And if you land a big fish like that, you have pretty much sealed that Giannis will be re-signing regardless because he will see that you have done everything you could yeah. to put him in a possession. To get LeBron, LeBron in Cleveland never was given an Anthony Davis uh, at any point. Thanks right. for the call. Because remember, Kyrie was there when he got there. Uh, Kevin Love they traded for, okay, fine, but not Anthony Davis. Uh, and this was pointed out by Mr. Mosley who tweeted us uh, a quote or a, a tweet from earlier today from a Wojo who said uh, – no matter the destination, De- Davis has no plans to sign an extension this summer. The plan is signing a new deal in July of 2020 once he opts out, which means, including the Lakers, I'm not signing with anybody, which makes it even a bigger gamble to try and pull this deal off if you're the Bucks, because then he could leave. But I'd still do it. Yeah. Why well, know why? Because I think he loves Boonholzer, and I think he loves Giannis. And I think he loves what this may be. And Giannis is significantly younger than LeBron James. And they could just run the East and never have to worry about anything in that damn Western Conference ever again. And then, like I said before, especially if these two knuckleheads determine they need a third guy, they both can then take less money that next deal to try to go to pursue a free agent that summer or whatever the case may be going forward. I'd still do it. I'd still roll the dice. I would. You... I don't think you can get a dynasty with Giannis and Chris Middleton. But I think you can get one with Giannis and Anthony Davis. How about you?
Yeah, I think your odds are a little bit higher. I'll oh, give you okay. that. Okay, good. Where are we going to next on the phones? Artie and Cudahy, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Artie? What's up, Artie? Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. Good. Hey, so, like, you know, I'm, I'm coming from the other side of the table on this one. I just – I've been impressed with the, the build of the team, how a coach has executed it, Giannis's production, um, Middleton stepping up, Brogdon, you know, all these key components we talk about. I don't know if it's worth sacrificing what we look like we could become for something that is a, a pipe dream. I just don't, and maybe I don't understand the NBA enough, like you, Sparky, to understand that like you need someone like that because they elevate you. I would like to see what this team with this group of guys can do this year. I guess that's what I feel like this team deserves. I, I don't, and that's okay that we disagree on this. I Like Terrell said earlier, I'm, I'm looking more long-term. Because there's no guarantee any of these guys are coming back. Now, this is a totally different scenario. If Brooke Lopez is under contract for three more years, Bledsoe's under contract for three more years, Middleton's under contract for three more years, and Giannis. If they're all together for three years guaranteed, lock, stock, and barrel, they're not going anywhere? Okay. Then I'll get down with Fine. Let's play it out. We've got three years. Maybe we can win a ring or two. Fine. I'm in. I'm willing to try that. But four of the five have the opportunity to leave? Well, Brogdon really doesn't. Restricted free agent. But... The other three have the opportunity to leave, and there's nothing you can do about it. Or I can make a run at Anthony Davis and have him for at least the rest of this year and all of next year. Yeah, I'm going to go try and get Anthony Davis. That's what I'm going to try and do. Injury report time. Let's see what we got. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, injury report. Still waiting on Dante DiVincenzo. Getting better, though. It's going in the right direction. His foot bursitis or whatever it is that he's got going on. Sore Achilles for Bledsoe. Apparently they decided it was better, so he got to play today. Looked pretty quick to me. Looked pretty good. I'm going to keep saying the same yep. thing, though. Don't be rushing this dude. Don't be rushing this dude and get him hurt. Don't do that. And you got some Jason Smith news. Jason Smith, yep. Did not play tonight. It has a knee injury. I'm not seeing much more than that, but uh, questionable. Has a knee injury? Did not play with a with a knee injury. I'm sure uh, that's a big loss right there for the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, how did he get a knee injury? I wasn't playing basketball. <laughs> it could have been in practice. Uh, it could have been in practice. That's just crazy. Yeah, uh, I noticed he was in street clothes, and I thought, what's going on? Is yeah. there, has there been a big shakeup at the end of the bench? Right. And now Jason Smith is the one who's the odd man out. Christian That's... Wood got in there tonight. Thought maker. It's been real, dude. I don't know where they're going to trade you to, but there's no way they're keeping you if they're not even playing you at this point. Sorry. Either that or you could argue Christian Wood is being showcased to trade Christian Wood. I'm not going to be happy if they trade Christian Wood, folks. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not going to be happy. Thon Maker's on this team, and they trade Christian Wood. I'm not going to be a happy camper. If, if Thon remains and they trade Christian right. Wood, yeah, I, I think I would be a little bit confused. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to be a happy camper if this is what we decide to do going forward here with this Bucks organization. But they really haven't screwed up to this point under John Horace as far as making moves. Even the D.A.J. Wilson pick has redeemed itself at this point. Can't get all that upset. All right, let's get to a sports flash with the mayor, Mitch Ross. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Bucks over the Nets, one thirteen ninety four. Was being uh, what was I? What was I being? Nostradamus in the break? To yeah, you and, uh, of sorts. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. I'm telling you, it sounds crazy. That's a spicy one. It sounds crazy and outlandish, but telling you i think it's gonna happen folks uh okay no i'm not telling you what i was telling them in the off the air though sorry guys uh okay let's uh let's see what we got here oh drive of the game yes eric bledsoe showing the uh the all-star committee a thing or two here with this one puts d'angelo russell on skates that's great defense napier just made a better play offensively uh-oh Big yank, yank Uh-oh. back, big spin yank. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, because Mark is such a... Uh-oh. Look <laughs> at that crowd. That was... Well, how could you not be excited for that? I mean, I don't there care. Was, there was a lot of bucks cheering there. It was... No, that was just I'm a still great getting play. Used to that stuff, you know? No, that was just a great play. Yes, it was. Having been a fan of a crappy team most of my life, sometimes you just have to clap for a crappy play or for a great play. I never did it, but I've watched other people around me do it, right? That was a great play by Eric Bledsoe. And you factor in he's got a sore Achilles. That was really a great play by Eric Bledsoe. Let's hear from the Bucks head coach, Mike Boonholzer. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, now, 113.94. Boonholzer's got to begin used to talking about winning basketball. It must be a very boring job that he has right now. There's really nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, the guys were great tonight and right. really good defense. And uh, Ursan got a basket or two. That was good to see. That's got to be a topic, right? You have to talk yeah, about Ursan. You got to feel good for Ursan. All right, let's hear what he says. Um, you know, really good win. Uh, the focus coming out of the halftime uh, was, I think, really good. And Chris had a stretch there for two or three minutes, kind of put us on his back. And obviously Giannis is special. And I thought the defense between Bled and uh, and Malcolm on uh, D'Angelo Russell and Chavez, uh Napier was very good. So, you know, Brooklyn's really banged up, so it's almost not fair. Um, but, you know, for us on the end of a road trip, it's a good win. What does it say about your team? Take that loss in OKC, and then you bounce back with four straight wins against tough opponents. Yeah, no, I think it's a good sign. I think, uh, you know, five games and whatever this has been, nine or ten days, um, everybody in the league's got to do it. But, uh, you know, hopefully we're a team that can do it um, a little bit longer, a little bit smarter, a little bit harder than everybody else. And, you know, the fifth game on a road trip is one of those nights. I thought the guys dug down and, and were very, really good. Do you think Bledsoe took extra pride in going against Russell here tonight? You know, he's a competitive guy, you know, not playing on, uh, you know, Saturday, I guess it was. And um, I'm sure Bled had a little extra tonight, which is, you know, we'll take it whenever we get it. When a team is missing guys like they are, when you take the three-point line away like you did, you kind of know eventually they don't have enough other options that they'll be able to hurt you other ways. Well, you know, I mean, they're certainly, you know, got a, dealing with a lot of injuries and um, some of their shooting is not there. And, um, you know, again, I thought, I thought, you know, Eric Bledsoe and Malcolm Brogdon just on uh, their two guards was, was good. And um, if we could put a lot of focus and attention there, we thought that gave us our best chance. Giannis was on the cusp of a triple-double. Are you aware of those numbers or just more worried about his minutes? And yeah, more worried about his minutes, making sure um, you know we keep him healthy. We gave him a couple chances, let him let him stay out there a little bit. So um, didn't work out. I think he understands we got you know bigger picture and more important things. But uh, he certainly was phenomenal. 
our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Okay, we'll get to eye on the enemy. We'll go inside the box for the Nets, but first I gotta say something. I just saw something get retweeted here that I didn't see. I don't know how I can be on Twitter as much as I haven't missed so much crap. But Alex Kennedy, uh, NBA guy, tweeted something out four hours ago that Brian Windhorst of ESPN said. Are you ready? Okay. Jabari Parker, quote, could be a Laker within the next few days, end quote. Really? To circle back around real quick, are you telling me (laughs) that there's a chance that Jason Kidd and Jabari Parker... Yeah, let's do it. Could be winning rings together with LeBron James in LA. Yep, let's do it. Could you imagine if Jabari they Parker They faced the Bucks in the finals yes, this year? Not this year, but let's say next year. Could you imagine if Jabari Parker and Jason Kidd go up against the Bucks? Well, I'll just stop you right there and say with Jason Kidd as their head coach, they're not getting to the finals. I'm telling you right now, they're going to win rings regardless of who their next head coach is. I don't care. It could be you. It doesn't matter if it's Jason Kidd, Mark Jackson, I don't care who it is. They're going to win rings because they have LeBron James. And LeBron James is going to get really good basketball players, and those really good basketball players are going to do what the hell LeBron James says. And if LeBron James says, Jabari, you're going to defend, Jabari's going to defend. That's going to be the end of it. There will be no further discussion. That's it. If anybody's going to get the best out of Jabari Parker, it's going to be LeBron James. I promise you, that's going to happen. So for those of you that think he's a bum and all this other crap that I've heard about Jabari Parker forever, if he goes there... Let's see what happens. And I'll tell you something else. If they're getting ready for this Anthony Davis thing to be a reality, that means it's Anthony Davis at the five, LeBron and Jabari at the three and the four, right? Because LeBron can guard anybody. It don't matter who the hell. So he could be the three, Jabari can be the four for that matter. And then whatever you want to do in the backcourt. And if Rich Paul wants Eric Bledsoe to be in the backcourt with the Lakers next year, have at it, buddy. So then it's Bledsoe, who also played with Jabari. Bledsoe, whoever at the two, Jabari, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Jason Kidd. Mm-mm. Just saying. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who the coach is. I know y'all don't like Kidd. It's not going to matter. Tyron Lue's not a good coach, but they won anyhow. And then Tyron Lue got fired. LeBron's going to get his guy. Walton was never his guy, was never going to be his guy. Simple. Simple and sweet. Not all that hard to figure out. Eye on the enemy tonight, Brooklyn Nets. Well, uh, D'Angelo Russell, all-star, filling in for Victor Oladipo. He had 18 points, five assists on the night there. Uh, I like Jared Allen. I I don't know what he's going to be at any point, but he's a hell of a defensive player, and he's just going to get better as he gets older. Eight points, 11 boards, four blocks. Uh, I I like him a lot. I think he's going to be pretty good once all said. I mean, I like a lot of their guys. Yep. I like Joe Harris. They're young. And it's going to be fun to see what they add to this mix uh, going forward. I really want to see how this thing uh, plays out going forward. All right, so 113.94, Bucks over the Brooklyn Nets. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll look ahead to the next game. We'll try and run down uh, Matt Velasquez as well. All straight ahead, it is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Scrimmage Sicilian. Frozen pizza that, of course, you can buy a Pick and Save. I'm telling you, that loaded pepperoni one with it in the crust and the whole deal Top-notch, the best, go buy it. Well, it's kind of late. But now or tomorrow, go. 
heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Sponsored by Precision Sports. Specializing in the delivery, installation, removal, and repair of basketball hoops, exercise equipment, game tables, and backyard playgrounds. Go to PrecisionSportsOnline.com. Sparks get the win, 113-94. Steve Sparky Fiver, the mayor. Mitch, other side, the chairman, Evan, of course, of the DJ Wilson fan club. I'm telling you, folks, Bart Winkler literally posted a video of him shirtless in his bathtub. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing that ever. I am offended by his nipple. I'm never, ever doing that. So Chuck and Bart are having fun taking topless pictures, and that's fine, (laughs) but I'm never doing that. Gary's on a topless picture. I'm just never doing it, so don't ask me. Somebody tweeted at us, uh, forgive me for the name, but listeners in the tub is going to be coming soon so let's hold it's gonna get ugly no nope. he said no nope. oh, that was good no 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 and i tweeted retweeted the fan account and i said pretty sure the fan has never blocked its own guys but it's a new day <laughs> sorry wig at wings things and actually Friedman, but it might be time so there you go uh, okay, so uh, let's go inside the locker room and hear from Brooke Lopez after the game on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Brooke, this is the fifth game your team has played in 10 days. I know you're professional athletes, but that's still not easy. What does it say about your team to come out here? No slow starts, no lulls, just efficiency. Yeah, I thought we were super resilient. You know, like as you said, it's been a very long road trip, but um, we, we have a lot of guys that we can lean on, and I think we we're very focused tonight. You dropped the first game to OKC. You bounce back four straight wins against tough opponents. What does that say? You know, I think it, again, just shows our focus. There is no let up at all, really. And uh, I thought, you know, we brought it for pretty much 48 minutes uh, each one of these contests. There you go, Brooke Lopez. Splash Mountain, and he is a huge, huge deal uh, for this team you going know, forward. interesting, too, that they, that they lost the first game of the road trip and then would sweep it the rest of the way. And didn't Malcolm Brogdon tell Bill Michaels uh, two weeks ago that they tend to play like the road trip goes based on the first game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe maybe it was huge for them to kind of come back like they did like they did against OKC, sort of build some momentum again. I don't think anything is slowing the momentum of this basketball team right now, except for Paul George. Okay, fine, but I mean he played out of his mind. Yeah, no, yeah. I no, and that's t- going to happen if you haven't been paying attention. Right. He's been he's doing been, it for a while been, now. Yeah, he's he's squarely in the MVP conversation right now. It's not just the Bucks he's lighting up. He's lighting up everybody Correct. at this point. He killed the Celtics yesterday. Right, X factor of the game. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, so X Factor of the Game tonight. Bucks defense, horrible Brooklyn shooting, right? That was pretty much the X Factor. At halftime, they interviewed Bledsoe. And asked about his about the defense of this Bucks team. He said, "Well, to be honest, they're missing a bunch of shots, uh, so that that's that's part of it. And the other part of it is, you know, we're playing a little bit better defense, but we're just giving a lot more effort than you know what they were giving maybe in that first possession before they called the timeout. But Bledsoe was honest; they're missing shots, so that helps when they're missing shots. All right, let's uh, talk to Matt Velasquez. This guy's on the inside." 
After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the Law Offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, 113.94, Steve Sparky 5 with you. Matt Velasquez there in Brooklyn. Uh, at this point, I'm guessing, as somebody that covers this team, you're not even really all that impressed anymore when Bill Clinton is in the house, I'm guessing, huh? No, I mean, you know, he's friends with Mark Lazary. I get it. Uh, it's, it's close to where he lives. Uh, it makes sense. Yep. So, yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty standard stuff. The first time it happened, I was like, dude, that's pretty cool. Former president's hanging out. Now it's like, oh, Bill's in the house. Whatever. Move on. Right? I mean, so from I, that I, aspect. I was less thrilled because he visited the locker room after the game. That really slowed things down for me. You know, And then media starts with me. So, you know, it make, makes things a lot harder. I think you should interview Clinton the next time you have a chance and do a whole cookie column. Does he like cookies? Is that is like a known thing? Doesn't everybody like cookies? Well, you're you're right, but I love the idea. Love the or idea. or a desserts column, like you know, would you have ice cream on a waffle, like you know you did at halftime of the game in Washington? Uh, these are all great questions. Yes, I just think it's something different that nobody's ever done with Clinton. Is my point, and maybe it blows up and you get you go viral and. You start working for Variety Magazine or something. You never know what happens. Uh, okay, one thirteen ninety four bucks over the Nets. So tell me this: Will Thon Maker play again for the Bucks? It's up in the air. You know, I, I'm no, I'm not, not totally good. sure. Nah. I mean, the thing is that they're not going to trade him gratuitously. They're not just going to. That's what you. Off. That's what you keep saying. I'm telling you, I think it's a second round pick in like twenty thirty. They could trade him for at this point. No, you can get more for that, more for him than that. If you just wait, I mean, it's, he's worth more than that in general. You're not going to just give up a, a tenth overall pick for nothing. Um, you know, I think that you know there's a chance that they don't find the right deal. You know, not that they're necessarily looking specifically for one for him, um, but you know, if, if they don't find the right deal, they, they hold on to him. They're not trying to make any moves that they don't need to make. Well, um, I will know, say I, this: if they trade Christian Wood and keep Thon, I'm not going to be happy. Well, I mean. Uh, they both have they both of them under contract for next year. Yep. Um, I, I don't think Christian Woods' market is as good as Thon's, uh, so you can definitely get more for Thon at this point. Um, but you know, at the very least, like you know, if they don't find a, find a trade partner or anything like that, this, this could be Mike Budenholzer making a point like, hey, you're gonna go out and say you want more playing time? Well, you, you can go sit. You know, and not that, not saying that that's definitely happening. Uh, oh, Budenholzer clearly. said that when I asked about it. Clearly, but, like he's definitely he's definitely making a point. He's making a statement. Yes, he is. Um, it, you know whether whether that statement is coming down from from the front office saying hey don't play him because we don't want him to get hurt, or the statement is hey you know you want to talk like let's uh let's let's just kind of show you what's what. So there, there's a couple things at play here, but we'll find out in the next couple of days. I love it. You're setting a precedent. You want to complain in the media and you want to and get leak crap out. Fine, no problem. You're not playing. That's the end of that. And we're going to trade you to whoever we can find somebody to take you. And we'll see. We'll see if that's what happens. If he's here past the deadline and still not playing, then it really doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. One thirteen ninety. Well, if, if, if he's not playing past the deadline, then it's definitely a statement saying, "Don't, don't go out and, and try and you know." Well, if it's about it's out in the public, right? But if it's about punishing him, then just put him in the G League. Let him go travel on a bus. Be done with it. I mean, I why are you why are we wasting a roster spot by having him sitting there on the bench if this is all about making a point to Thon Maker? That's my thing. I don't know. All right, Bucks win 113-94 over the Nets. As always, a pleasure to talk with Matt Velasquez. Always look forward to it. Thank you so much.
All right, you bet. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. Up next, Wednesday night, ESPN game. Ryan Horvat back uh, in this chair on Wednesdays like he always is as they take on the Washington Wizards and Bradley Beal. Why aren't the Lakers trying to get Bradley Beal? Like, I... He's under contract for two more years at not a horrible number, like $23, 24000000 Why aren't you in that conversation at this point? That's kind of what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you be trying to get him and solve one of your guard positions to go with LeBron? You're going to need a shooter to play with LeBron, folks. On one of the guard positions, point or shooting guard. And if Bledsoe's the plan, then you're going to need somebody that can shoot next to him from three consistently. Bradley Beal would fit that bill. I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing in L.A., but Wizards, always going to be a tough matchup. Probably will be another tough matchup, but this one's at home in Milwaukee. Your chance to be on national TV. Go to the game. I'm sure it'll probably be another sellout. Bucks win, now 39-13. and Enjoy the rest of your night. Toodles! Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.